Welcome to another Workforce Chat from the Leading Age Center for Workforce Solutions. I'm Gene Mitchell, editor of Leading Age Magazine. Each of these short podcasts features a speaker whose program may help you address some of your workforce challenges. Practical information about implementing this program can be found on our website. Today, we're speaking to three executives from Goodwin House Incorporated, a family of senior care communities and services in Northern Virginia and the National Capital Region. Our guests today are Kathy Anderson, President and CEO, Fran Casey, Corporate Director of Human Resources, and Holly Hennessian, Director of Corporate Administration. Goodwin House has developed an emerging leaders program to help talented employees climb the career ladder while also ensuring that the organization will have the talent needed to expand its services for seniors. Hello, Kathy, Fran, and Holly. Thanks for speaking with us. Hello. Kathy, could you start off by telling our listeners why this program was created and its goals? Certainly, Jean. Um, Hello, and thanks to you, Susan, and Leading Age for providing Goodwin House with the opportunity to talk about a leadership development program that has been successful for us in Goodwin House Incorporated. Our hope for today's podcast is to be useful to our colleagues across the country. We all face the common challenge of recruiting, retaining, and developing a high-quality workforce in order to accomplish and advance our missions. Max Dupree, author of Leadership is an Art, says that the first job of a leader is to define reality. Well, our reality at Goodwin House Incorporated seven years ago when we were creating the Emerging Leader Program was that we served in an economically robust and thus highly competitive marketplace. Our workforce had lots of good options for employment and advancement. We needed to differentiate ourselves as an employer committed not just by mission statement, but by well-considered actions that made a demonstrable difference to our workforce and our mission. GHI, for context, is in the Metro DC, Northern Virginia National Capital Region. Our workforce numbers 840 staff members, originating from 70 or more countries and speaking close to 25 languages. The senior population in our region will double as a percentage of the National Capital Region by 2030, growing from about 8% of the population today to 15%. We thus have no space to be complacent about how we think about workforce strategically, even while we are trying to fill those positions that come available and are posted every day. Our Emerging Leaders Program was a result of strategic thinking among our executive leadership team about how we could address three objectives. Number one, how to grow from within the bench, the strength to prepare for the level and type of talent to respond to current need and anticipated growth. Number two, how to implement a succession planning and leadership development mental model across our system. And number three, how to retain, develop, and equip high-performing staff who have leadership potential across the organization. We had started a Lunch Bunch leadership discussion series early in my time with GHI. Participation was voluntary, and upwards of 40 or more senior leaders gathered to discuss books like Jim Collins' Good to Great and Max Dupree's Leadership is an Art. What struck me, and it was a fundamental motivation for our Emerging Leaders Program, 
was the hunger of our senior leaders to know more about what it meant to be a great leader. The ELP, the Goodwin House Emerging Leader Program, was one of several ways we set about to meet that hunger. Fran, could you describe which employees this program is designed for? Yes, thank you. The GHI Emerging Leaders Program is designed to reach a diverse group of staff members from different levels of the organization who have demonstrated leadership capacity, and the purpose is to equip them with increased capacity. Okay. Holly, who was on the task force that created this program and what went into it? Sure, Jean. We had three guiding principles as we um, came together as a task force. The first was to engage leaders from the entire GHI enterprise. The second was to have process integrity as we developed the program. And the third was to develop an affordable and sustainable program that, we, that Goodwin House could continue. We intentionally populated the task force with directors from our largest departments, which for us is dining services and nursing, as well as with staff who had previous experience participating in a leadership program and also with leaders who would offer a divergence of opinion. We also sought out others in the field, notably Leading Age and Morrison Senior Dining, from whom we could learn about the leadership development programs they offer and the successes and challenges they've had in implementing and sustaining their programs. From there, the task force developed goals and objectives for our ELP and went to work developing the curriculum and components of the program. Fran, could you describe the curriculum and what participants are required to do? Certainly. The program includes six components, and I'm going to briefly discuss each of them. The first is sponsors, and the role of the sponsors is to nominate candidates from their departments to participate in the ELP. They meet monthly with selected emerging leaders to provide support and encouragement, and they provide learning opportunities to the emerging leaders to reinforce the curriculum. The second component is mentors. Each emerging leader is paired with an on-staff mentor who is not their supervisor. Mentors are trained by a professional coach and assigned to the emerging leaders through a mutual selection process. Throughout the ELP program, mentors and emerging leaders meet to set and evaluate development goals, review and explore the ELP course curriculum in depth. The mentoring relationship serves as a critical touchstone for the emerging leader's professional and personal growth throughout the ELP program and offers the emerging leaders another reliable source, guide, and sounding board in the mentor. Mentors are leaders from all levels of the organization who willingly make a significant time commitment because they believe in the goals of the program and want to be useful to the program to advance GHI's mission and to be personally helpful to their mentee. Next and third, we have course curriculum. There are 20 modules which fall into three categories, the first being self, second interpersonal relationships, and third strategy. The course curriculum is presented in an inside-out approach, beginning with understanding self, moving to interpersonal relationships, and culminating in strategy. Fourth, we have coaching. As part of the ELP, participants receive 360-degree feedback and two hours of professional coaching, which we have found to be very helpful in reviewing and interpreting the results of the 360 feedback. Fifth, we have feedback. Feedback is an important component of this program. 
to ensure that the program is meeting the needs of the emerging leaders and the needs of the organization, feedback loops are built into the program to include monthly meetings with the sponsor, regular meetings with the mentor, and course content evaluation completed by each emerging leader after each session. And finally, number six, we have evaluation and measurement. Emerging leaders complete a course content evaluation form at the conclusion of each session. Sponsors provide feedback to the program coordinator regarding demonstrated proficiency in the topics that have been covered. ELP participants also must submit a personal application essay, we call a PAE, and the PAE allows emerging leaders to report on the essence of the experience in the class, especially why it was significant to them. They share what actions they'll take in applying what they've learned within the organization. And finally, each ELP member must successfully complete a capstone project, which is evaluated by selected staff. Fran, I understand that some outside consultants were brought in to help lead the course. What sort of expertise did you recruit? Yes, we engaged a variety of well-vetted consultants to teach specific modules. The majority of the folks we recruited were known to members of the task force. Aside from having deep knowledge of the subject matter, they were being asked to present. We looked for people who were known to engage adult learners in a creative and collaborative manner. Holly, how can an interested employee get into this program? Well, Jean, some employees are asked to participate based on an anticipated organizational need, and others self-identify as being interested in the program. We do have some criteria. Employees must have been with Goodwin House Incorporated for one year and receive a satisfactory score on their most recent evaluation. All interested applicants complete a formal application and the employee's department director must approve that application. The executive directors provide the final vetting of all of the applicants, and once that's complete, the employees are formally invited to participate in the program, and they accept inclusion. Holly and Kathy, can you describe the outcomes you've achieved so far, and has this program met your expectations? Sure, Jean, and I'll start with a few of our metrics. We've had 31 total participants in our ELP program. 45% of those participants have been promoted. 20% have had their roles enlarged or expanded. 10% have left Goodwin House within two years of completing the program. And 25% of the participants remain in their same role following their graduation from the program. But I'm also able to talk a little bit about my personal experience. I had the benefit of being in our first ELP class. And as a participant, my expectations were that I would learn more about my Myers-Briggs profile, various leadership principles, tools that I could use when faced with leading change, holding critical conversations, and the like. And I certainly got all of that and have drawn on those principles and tools since graduating from the program. But what I received was much richer than that. Our ELP experience is intense at an individual level and in terms of bonding with other ELP students. When I was in the ELP, it was incredibly rewarding to have the chance to engage with my colleagues in a profound way that doesn't often occur in a work setting. We became a tight, 
trusting, fiercely honest group, and we've maintained that relationship. When I was coordinating the ELP program for GHI, I saw this same deep engagement happen with our other ELP cohort groups. I love knowing that we have these ELP alums who have this shared experience and mutual respect for each other. We are building a workforce that is passionate, honest, loyal, and deeply committed to our mission. It's exciting to see how they challenge and beckon us forward as we live into our mission. So this is Kathy again, and I'm going to uh, supplement what Holly said. I'm the GHI CEO, and I will answer the questions about outcomes achieved and expectations met uh, from that perspective, but I also want to share a story. So three comments. Um, First, ours is a large but a very personal organization. We care about our people, and their success and growth tickles my spirit. When I consider your question, I think about Lashai, now a member of the marketing team whose capstone project was an employee wellness program. I think about Tonita in dining, who created a moving assistance program for use with new residents and is now catering manager. I think about Patience Ajaho, a nurse who advanced our creating home philosophy by figuring out how to get staff buy-in for medication cabinets in resident rooms. Each of these folks, and close to 30 of their counterparts, is now doing something bigger than they were before, something that stretches them and serves our mission and gives us all joy. Second, our Emerging Leader Program graduates are ready to grow and they expect to grow and to be used by us for the growth they've committed to. They are holding us accountable. We started out wanting to build our bench. They have upped the ante by expecting that we will grow in such a way that they will be used and challenged. There are so many people from our Goodwin House Bailey's Crossroads community entering the next ELP class that begins um, almost immediately, that Holly asked me yesterday, I wonder who's minding the ship. This is a great challenge to have. The ELP program has brought to our organization and to our leaders focus, attentiveness to leadership development, and to our own practice as leaders, and that is humbling and important. And last, a personal story. You've had the chance today to hear from Holly Hennessian, GHI Director of Corporate Administration, and you can tell what a great leader and clear thinker she is. Holly and I got to know each other in the very first ELP class when she was a participant and I had the gift of being her mentor. The program and the opportunity to work together helped her to understand how she wanted to use her capabilities and it helped me to see her passions for organizational structure and support. That intersection led to a time a year ago when an opportunity for restructuring presented itself and for Holly to thus inhabit a role we wouldn't have had and I wouldn't have known she might like to fill had it not been for the ELP. I think a mentor is a little bit like a proud mom, at least if you're a girl, and that's surely true for all our ELP mentors and definitely for me. Fran, what were the most significant challenges you uh, came up against in developing this program? Um, 
There are two that come to mind. The first would be capstone project completion. It took us some time to develop a process that enabled participants to develop an idea, lead the discovery process, implement their project, and report back on the results within the defined amount of time so that we learn that we must have a due date uh, for each of the capstone projects. Secondly was organizing schedules. I know it sounds funny, but given the requirement that all attendees must be present for all classes, coordinating groups of busy people was akin to herding cats. Fran and Holly, what factors do you think are most uh, crucial to making this program work? The first thing for me that comes to mind is commitment. Commitment from senior leaderships is crucial for success. We look to senior leadership to encourage staff members to apply to the program, create opportunities to reinforce the learnings. Students must be presented with growth opportunities to ensure they implement the skills they've been taught. And from my perspective, um, when I was the person coordinating the program, I'd say clear communication of the organization's expectations of the participants in terms of the time commitment, attendance expectations, full participation, as well as balancing the ELP and their work, home, or other education opportunities that they have. All of that is crucial from the very beginning, to be clear. If other leading age members hear this and are inspired and want to replicate your program, what would you tell them about getting started, Kathy? I would say that we have a duty to lead. Each of us, whatever our role, we have a duty to lead. I would guess that many of those listening to this call may be human resources professionals, and I want to commend and thank you as I thank Fran almost daily. Your work makes our missions possible. You have many critical demands on your time and your skills and many people breathing down your neck with important and urgent requests. But I encourage you to take time to step back and realize the importance of the broader work you do of creating and sustaining healthy culture, of identifying and nurturing development, of building bench for your team. For us, it's Team GHI, but your team is just as important. If you're thinking about replicating this program, maybe don't get too literal. The program might work for you, it might not. But what can you take away that could work for you and your beloved organization? Be bold, and I'd like to say thank you. Thanks to Kathy, Fran, and Holly for speaking with Leading Age. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks for listening to another Workforce Chat. Please find our latest content at leadingage.org.